Welcome to Canada's podcast. Hello, I'm Mario Tonaguzzi, Managing Editor of Canada's Podcast. Joining me today is Connie D'Souza and John Jackson, who are both chefs in Calgary. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thank you. We're very excited to be here. Okay, well, let's start by just talking a little bit about, uh, you know, if you can give me the scope of the restaurants that you guys uh, own and operate right now in Calgary. Well, we've worked together a long time. Uh, Since 1999. So, and we were in this in the United States for quite some time, uh, over 10 years, working in New York, San Francisco, and uh, we decided to move back home and to open up our own restaurant and to grow our business and our families. Um, in 2010, we opened our flagship Charcot roast house uh which is downtown um inside hotel le germain yeah uh and then five years following that we opened up char bar in the simmons building in the east village and char bar is our uh inspired by the wood-fired grilling traditions of argentina and in that space um we actually share that building with two other local businesses phil and sebastian and sidewalk citizen um, we also in that space have two other businesses that we operate. Alley Burger is a walk-up takeout window and Connie and John Pizza. And that was the first location for Connie and John's Pizza. Across the street from that, um, inside the Alt Hotel is our diner called Chick's Egg Shop. And then we just announced that we're opening our... Um, second Charcot location in the University District, which will also be home to our third pizza location, Connie and John's Pizza, as well. Okay, tell me the story. Like, how did you guys uh, meet? Oh, that was a long time ago. Very long time ago. This is a great story. So I was much younger than I am now. (laughs) She was nine, nine years old. Um, I wasn't that young, but much much younger. I had um, just graduated culinary school and John was uh, the chef at the Owl's Nest restaurant. Do you remember the Owl's Nest? Yeah. Was in the West Hotel um, at the time, Calgary's premier fine dining restaurant where all of our dishes were finished table side. And it was actually where the Caesar cocktail was invented as well. Yeah. Um, but John hired right out of culinary school and um, I was his apprentice and he uh, very quickly became my chef mentor and mentored me for the first half of my culinary career. And then Connie ended up uh, competing a lot. She was in the, the she competed in South Africa and then she went to the world's the uh, culinary competition and for Germany and I moved to New York and when I was in New York for about five years and then on my way uh I was going to be moving to San Francisco to open up the new St. Regis Hotel and Connie went in Germany at the time living and we reconnected um and she ended up moving to San Francisco to be the chef de cuisine at the uh, restaurant and hotel I opened in San Francisco Join our thriving community of like-minded individuals who share a passion for success and innovation. Canada'spodcast.com. Subscribe now. I want uh, both of you to to talk a little bit about this, but 
uh, maybe Connie, you start. Uh, but how did you get involved in cooking? Oh well, this is also a great story, and it's it's a great story because John and I stories are so different. Um, but we kind of both um, ended up doing the same thing in our careers and um, growing up. Both of my parents were amazing cooks. Um, my mother uh, was Irish Canadian. Uh, my father is of Portuguese heritage. And I grew up cooking with them. They, I used to remember the most amazing meals um, that they would cook at home and I would help them in the kitchen. Um, and my dad would cook uh, mostly heirloom family recipes that were passed down through our family. Um, and he would always follow those recipes very meticulously. Um, my mom and I would watch cooking shows together and we would get inspired by what we saw on TV and then go in the kitchen and try and recreate it. But I've always loved cooking uh, from a really young age. And when I uh, entered high school, um, there was a program called Foods that um, I, it was kind of like home ec, but we didn't do any sewing. It was mostly focused on food preparation and we learned about the Canadian food guide and wrote menus and things like that and I just took a, a loving to that class and um actually more focused on that class than my other acad academic that probably wasn't the best thing but I knew <laughs> I feel very fortunate that I found my passion at a very early age and I took that course all through high school and then immediately following high school I had decided to go to um sorry we just have a little background here but immediately following high school I decided to go to state um our local culinary school and at the time it was only a one-year program um but I graduated that program on the dean's list and shortly thereafter met met John and for me cooking was more out of uh necessity um I had a, a single parent, my mom, who was raising three children, going to university at the time, and she even joined uh, the reserves to help put her through school. Um, so we had to contribute as very young children. And the way that I found where I could contribute to the family was cooking. So I started cooking very early huh. um, and uh, I fell in love with it. I mean... At that early age, you know, you know, I found myself experimenting a lot and, you know, we had a, a big garden. Definitely um, food security is an important thing for me because we lived uh, very frugal. And um, I, th I think that 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 early age, remembering how I w had that creative freedom and the ability to contribute carried on into, you know, me wanting to make a career of it. Oh. So, um, yeah, I didn't do that well in, in school. I, uh, I ended up, uh, getting kicked out of high school and, uh, I started cooking in kitchens and, um, yeah, I really enjoyed the energy of the kitchen. <clears throat> it felt kind of like a pirate ship <laughs> and, uh, it was like an adventure. And I ended up finishing my school, but I continued working in kitchens and, you know, worked my way from 14 years old uh, in Saskatchewan. And I enrolled in uh, in state 
in Alberta. My, my wife enrolled in University of Calgary, and we made the, the move uh, at 18 years old each. And yeah, it's it's been a culinary journey ever since. So where do you guys get your uh, inspiration for uh, for recipes and stuff like that? Well, I'd say because there is, I mean, we have this really interesting dynamic where there's two chefs, um, you know, we're, we're co-chefs and we really challenge each other and push each other to, uh, to that full potential, you know, where Connie will come up with an amazing idea for a dish, but, you know, by having the conversation with it, we can bring it to a new level. And I think having that exchange really has benefited us as as chefs in our growth, but also our business, because we we have really unique things that we each contribute. Um, but we also go, you know, the the ups and downs of this industry. Sometimes it's really hard yeah. and uh, we take our, we take turns. And when some when, say, Connie's down or I'm down, we build each other up. So having having that partnership, I think, has been. Uh, a, a really important piece of our formula for for success. Mm-hmm. Um, int- uh, just curious, what are your favorite foods to eat? You know what we get asked this question quite often, and it really depends on on the moment. Like to craving Vietnamese noodle soup. It's beautiful outside and uh i i just am craving like the fresh uh herbaceous flavors of it um but tomorrow i might be craving braised short ribs like i i never i never really know day to day it's always different and i could probably eat uh connie and john's pizza probably four (laughs) to five days a week um i love pizza uh i cook my own pizza as well but sometimes i even order it from one of our pizza shops um, I mean, the, again, like Connie, the different the, we get, we get uh, excited about different styles of cuisine, different dishes. Yeah, and it's it, it's always changing, and cravings always change. So, yeah, that's a hard one. It always depends on what uh, what day of the week it is for me. With over seven hundred episodes and five hundred news articles, we are your go-to source for all things entrepreneurship. Canada'spodcast.com. Subscribe now. What about just the actual cooking? Are there any favorites that you actually uh, uh, types and styles of cooking that you uh, enjoy more than others? I think simplicity is my favorite. I love, I love getting the best ingredients. Um, you know, whether it be uh, you know going down uh, to the farmers market and picking up some gemstone grass-fed, grass-finished uh, local Alberta beef. It's amazing. There's so little you need to do with it. So it, 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 it's sometimes a very complicated process to evolve simple ingredients. So you don't want to mess around with the ingredients too much to let them shine through. And I love doing that and showcasing like the quality ingredients. And we love our toys as well. John has a beautiful uh, forno in his backyard and a giant uh, wood-fired Parisian grill that we love cooking on. Um, I love uh, smoking as well. I do a lot of smoking at home of uh, 
like large cuts of, of local meats. And yeah, we, we do take the time to entertain quite a bit. We both love entertaining and um, whenever we're, we're not in the restaurants, we're usually cooking for our friends and family at home as well. Mm. Yeah. What if, um, you know, in this day and age, obviously it, it's tough to be in the food industry. Uh, it always has been, but, uh, what do you think is the keys, uh, to success, uh, involving, you know, having a restaurant and a, and a food uh, industry type place? Uh, well, you know what, what's really important to us is our mental health and, and our staff mental health. And one of the ways to achieve that balance is to, at some point in the day, try and insert some form of uh, physical activity. That's really important to both of us. Um, we both do different things. John uh, is huge into cycling. I just love to sweat. So I'll do anything to, to allow that. Um, but we, yeah. we, uh, we think it's really important to, to have that work and home life balance, not just for us, but also for our staff as well. Yeah. I mean, uh, it took some time. It took some years to be able to get to that level, but, um, you know, when you incorporate fitness and concentrate on your health, both mental and physical, like for us, it became more about the quality of the time that we were putting into the business, not the quantity of hours. And that wasn't an easy one for adjustment for us. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, being healthy and being uh, fit and happy, you know, we, we're better co-chefs, we're better business entrepreneurs, we're better leaders. I'm a better parent. I'm a better husband. So I think that that is for sure one of, uh, the most important things that we've discovered over over the last decade is making sure that the uh, both our physical and mental health of of us and all of, all of our employees and our business culture um, it takes uh, it takes the center stage. Okay, what about in, in terms of the business side of it? What uh, what does it take to be a, a successful restaurant in this day and age? Well, neither of us went to business school. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? I think it's just making making good decisions, um, constantly looking at your checkbook. John does that for, for all of us. And you know, a partnership is, is amazing in, um, in our business. We've got uh, three main partners that, uh, three of the founders that run our, our business day to day. Mm -hmm. And me, Connie, and Carrie. And um, I look at other restaurateurs and I, I can't believe that there are some restaurateurs that do it on their own. Like it, it's so valuable having our partnership where we're all good at very specific things um, that really complement each other. And yeah. I, I, like I said, I can't imagine running a business without my yeah. partner. And I would say one of the, another important thing is never get uh, too comfortable. Um, that uh, for sure it's ever evolving and you need to keep your finger on the pulse, not only of, uh, you know, different trends and, and, and what's happening in, in the industry, but also what's happening within your four walls, knowing yeah. how people are feeling, knowing how, making sure that your the, the culture is on track, making sure that uh, the guests are still 
getting the same service that that you 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 expect them to be getting, making sure your staff are treating each other with respect and they're getting treated with respect. So for sure, I think that put, keeping your finger on the pulse of what's happening in our industry and also between your four walls and not leave, losing sight of that. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think uh, consumers today are looking for in a restaurant? I think more than anything, um, they're looking for an experience, something uh, that is not just a meal. They're looking, it's like, it's instead of going to the movies and going for dinner, you're going for dinner and it becomes the movie as well. Mm-hmm. You want you want some of that takeaway from, from it. There needs to be, like for us, it's the open kitchen and having the theatrics of the, the chefs cooking, you know, uh, just really becoming immersed into the into the space and being a part part of that experience. I think people are enjoying that a lot more and it's becoming a more and more thing that people are looking forward to. Stay ahead of the game with our expert tips and strategies that will help your business thrive in a digital era. Canada'spodcast.com subscribe now. Well, I imagine, you know, you're looking back in time, you know, you talk about the open kitchens, uh, you know, uh, really didn't have that uh, years ago. What's it like to have the eyes focused on you when you're you're cooking and you have that open kitchen style? You know what? It was it was a hard adjustment uh, when we first opened Shark Up 14 years ago and kind of brought that open kitchen philosophy to, to Calgary. Um, but it is so amazing the feeling that you get when when you're in the weeds and you've got a, a rail full of uh, tickets and you look up in the dining room and you just take a, a moment to take a breath and just feel the energy of of how happy everybody is enjoying the food that you're preparing and yeah. uh, enjoying each other's company and and it's really gratifying. So from our end. It, it's also it's I think equally as gratifying as as the as the diner as well. Right. What do we you feed have, off of each other's energy? Right? Uh, yeah. What what is uh you know you look into the future? What uh, what are your thoughts and plans? Uh, you're looking at more restaurants. Well, right now we are looking at Charcot Number Two in uh, University District, and that's as far as our. We're, I mean, we're really about, we're, for us, it's, it's, we need to make sure that th- this is successful. Um, we want to deliver, uh, I think expectations are going to be pretty strong. Um, and we're really excited because, you know, when we first conceived Charcut, uh, you know, 15, 16 years ago before we built 14 years ago, you know, it, we had a lot of, amazing ideas but there's only so many of the the ideas that you could fit in one concept and under one roof so we are definitely broadened it and we're exploring some of the things that we didn't get to with the original char cut so you'll see a lot of stuff that's being done at the char cut downtown different from what we're doing at, at the university district but there will be that bridge of similarities and some some of the uh, signature dishes that are crossover. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. funny looking back at our original business plan. We had 
five restaurants that we wanted to open over five years because we did have all these ideas and we couldn't put, fit them all into one restaurant. So I'm really proud. We didn't actually get to do that five restaurants in five years, but both of us are really proud of how we've grown our business and we've really consciously grown it organically with our staff. And as our staff have reached their peak in, in uh, one of our restaurants, we we open another restaurant for them to to grow even further and and that's really kind of how we've organically grown our business and um i i don't have any regrets about it when you look at the at calgary itself how would you describe what calgary is like today uh you know in the culinary area and the sophistication of uh, first of all, the consumer, and then second of all, I, I guess the offering that uh, Calgary has now. Well, Calgarians are very well-traveled, um, educated. Their <clears throat> their expectations have definitely changed over time because they, they know what premium is and they understand and, yeah. um, what, what expectations should be for when it comes to culinary scene. Fortunately, we have one of the best culinary scenes globally. Um, we've traveled all around the world as culinary ambassadors to Calgary and Alberta, and we have seen what's out there. And our chefs are comparable with the best chefs in the world. And in some cases, they're they're better. Uh, and that goes for our restaurants. Too. We have some of the, the best restaurants that we have ever eaten at. Um, you know, I, I definitely think there's room for uh, more public relations when it comes to letting more people and places know how amazing our food is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it's grown. Um, I think, uh, it's really great that we have the size that we have, but it, it's our, our clientele is very unique. Calgarians are very unique because we, we love watching, uh, each other become successful. So when you see these restaurants get in the in the top top 100 and the top 50, all these ratings Canadian wise or international, it's amazing. Like it's it's really great to uh, to see how Calgarians like rally for your support and are so excited for you. All right, wonderful. Yeah, and it was really exciting to be a part of. The growth of our culinary scene in Calgary as well. Fifteen years ago, when when we opened Charcut, um, coming from a city like San Francisco that had already established a really strong culinary scene, coming back to the Calgary that um, was was just in the midst of growing their culinary scene, it was it was really cool to collectively with other restaurants in the city to to be a part of that growth and. Um, and now to have known that collectively with other restaurants in the city, we help build that foundation is is really gratifying as well. All right. Wonderful. Well, thanks, both of you, for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you for having us. All right. Wonderful. That was uh, Connie D'Souza and uh, John Jackson, who are two uh, chefs in Calgary with several uh, different uh, restaurant brands and uh, dining establishments. I'm Mario Tonaguzzi, Managing Editor of Calgary's Podcast. Thanks for joining us today.